Welcome to the NLPCourses.com show, where we push past the hype and pull back the velvet curtains of creating a successful life with NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. Diving into physiology, neuroscience and linguistic programming so that NLP becomes a practical tool at home and in your career. Moving beyond the techniques so that you can make a name, make money or make a real difference to people's lives. Tune in weekly if you care more than others. Think wisely as we set out on our quest to uncover the secrets of successful people from all walks of life. Make sure you head over to nlpcourses.com to subscribe and receive our free newsletter and other goodies. Here is your host, NLP Master Trainer, John Cassidy Rice. Hello and welcome. My name is John Cassidy Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this podcast. And this week we have Penny with us who specializes in helping women who after a divorce and they're recovering from that divorce. Is that correct, Penny? Yes, that's correct. That's hello. True. Hello. Hello. How are you? Excellent. Thank you. Pleasure Good. to have you with us. Well, thank you for the opportunity. Thank Excellent. You. So that's, um, th- there sounds like a quite a personal mission there as well as uh, helping other people. So I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about, about your background and then we'll get into some tips to help people go through these uh, often okay. surprising situations. Well, I was married for 16 long years to a very abusive man. I had two small children, so I had no way of trying to get out of that relationship. I didn't know what to do. And there was this shame, this guilt, this fear that was wrapped into all of my emotions. So I found it very difficult to go and ask people for help. So I hid this for many years. I put this pretense out to the whole world that we had a happy marriage and that the children were happy and so on. Fast forward in it, at about 16 years, things had calmed down, but I'd lost respect. I'd lost everything about my ex-husband. And I knew that I had to move on. I had to somehow find a way to break away from the situation. So I started divorce proceedings. In the meantime, we had to go up to the London High Court to get a non-molestation order out of my ex-husband because the, right. as soon as he found out that I was going to divorce him, so the violence accelerated yet again. But that being that, I, eventually I was um, given my divorce on unreasonable behaviour in the end, um, but we don't have to categorise that anymore, which is really good, actually. Step forward. Have to go through that process of saying who's for and this, this, and this anymore. And what was I going to say? Then we both got joint custody of our children, and we were both told that we could live under the same roof. Okay. So you can imagine, you know, you've got this man. So in the end, I had to, I had to move out because he wasn't going anywhere. So on one particular Wednesday afternoon, and I can remember for a fact, I can't remember the date, but I know it was a Wednesday afternoon, my whole life tipped upside down. I didn't have a home. My children stayed with their dad. They had to stay because I had nowhere to take them. I had no money at all. So 
you can imagine the devastation. Although on one aspect of it, I was elated, I was excited, I was free of this man. But little yes. did I know that some of this, this would continue. So I thought, right, get yourself together, get your act together. I worked part-time, um, but he was still sort of chasing me. Um, but eventually he stopped chasing. And that is then when I felt bereaved, I felt lost, I felt confused. I felt guilt. I felt shame. I did. I wasn't worthy. I I wasn't enough. I didn't like myself. I look in the. I used to look in the mirror and think, God oh dear, you know, who is she? So my clients that I am now working with are very similar, but I'm not really working with abusive um, clients. I'm just using this as a um, my backstory because my backstory is this personal experience. So I've been from the depth. I have been to the worst place ever in my book. I mean, yeah, there's going to be other people that have been to worst places as well. But because I lost my children, my home, I've experienced violence, abuse, and so many issues. And then I started from nothing. And fast forward in all these years later, I am now a very successful businesswoman. I have run, this is my second successful business. For many years, I run an amazing hairdressing business because that's my background. Yes. And that enabled me to buy this flat that I'm sitting in right now. It's all paid for. I drive a nice car, not a flash car, but a nice car. I have a nice lifestyle. And I work with some amazing women and men because men still experience the same. Yes. Although I niche it out to women because it's easier just to put it under one umbrella so to speak when I talk and because I'm a woman I really get what other women are saying to me men do think slightly differently that's not putting them down no, they no. have a different way of they have a different way of coping their coping mechanism so I help people to um recover I have a program that's a recover uh, uh recreate and, and oh, what's the third one? Where they just reunite themselves to the living world. So I take them from their worst stage about not feeling good enough, yes. not loving themselves, not being able to know that tomorrow, today is a good day, not knowing that, to recreating who they are. So I get them to dig deep into themselves about what do they want? Who are they? Now, that's a massive question to ask anybody, yes. let alone somebody that's been through a really tough time. Not at all of my clients have been through a really tough divorce, I hasten to say, but some of them will still come with some of those elements that I work with. So I take them on this program to really rediscover who they are. Wow. That's a powerful story. That really is. And I think sometimes just sharing those experiences can be cathartic for some people mm. Mm. so there may be people who are going through something very similar yeah um or know somebody who's going through something similar yeah what what would be the, one of the first things you would help somebody with what what would be one of the key turning points one of the key turning points i think is firstly to meet with them firstly meet yes with face-to-face if I can, if not, like on a Zoom recording or a Skype recording, and listen, really listen. Because for some people, I could be the first point of call that is actually being heard. 
So I listen firstly because I think it's very important to listen. I don't want to go back over their history because as a coach, I want to work with what they present now, this minute, and how we can take them forward. But they are a sum of lots of things, aren't they, first? Yes. The first that's, thing that's I would... a big step, and it, I think it's a very important step for somebody to be heard um, yeah. in a non-judgmental way, yeah. in a way that is safe. Safe and supportive and caring and kind. So if you're in that kind of situation, even just reaching out to somebody, whether it's someone like yourself or uh, somebody who has a different discipline or just a friend, what, how would you do that? Because, you know, when you're isolated and you're feeling victimized and you, know, you maybe not even realize you're a victim, you're just caught in that trap. How, how, how can you sort of make that decision? Where does that come from? Where does that come from? For me personally... There was nobody around. It was before coaching and counselling really took off. I was very lucky and fortunate to have a fantastic GP. I went for a reason that I didn't know it was stress-related. So he asked me my story. He asked me why I would be so stressed. He said, is there a reason? So I just went, bleh. Right. And he took care. He helped me. But I think the first point of call, I think, is realising that enough is enough and I need to get help I think that's you have to recognize that for yourself I need someone to hear me I need to say what I need to say I want to feel valued again yes because when we're not valuing ourselves things and and things could be going wrong in their life as well not just personal relationships it could be work it could be family it could be a manner of things that aren't really working some people come to me for coaching and they come with this idea that this uh, job is the biggest problem in their life and really when you cut down and you go down and through it all and using some of the skills that I have I can find out that it's nothing to do with that it could be that someone has been divorced or a relationship breakdown but they haven't addressed it they haven't dealt with it they haven't looked at themselves Right, so yes. Yeah. So coming yeah. back to bite them on the bum for want of a better word. It's coming <laughs> yeah. back because they've not dealt with it. Some people are in a hurry to get into a new relationship. Yes. Well, and then they will make the same mistakes. That isn't the question you asked me, is it? The f- you said no, the that's first- <laughs> yeah, there, there seems to be a progress here. So there's um yeah. and I think um because once somebody's made that decision and they've reached out and they realise there's help there, uh mm-hmm. and I I think what you said about visiting the GP, you get there's some great GPs out there that can hear you, can make a big mm. difference. And then once you've gone through that, you've made those decisions, um, you, you've gone through the divorce and the everything, and everything seems happy, then suddenly out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And I would say, in personal experience, and when I hear other people, it all, it all comes, you know, with the grief process, if you lose someone, they pass away. It's a two-year cycle, isn't it? Yes, and, and I think it's the same way with divorce or a breakup of a relationship. Even if it was an abusive breakup, you could still go through that grief You'll go process. through that. Even if it is that a breakdown of, um, um, you know, any reason you've fallen out of love with somebody. It could be as simple as that, but then it's time to move on. Or, or if your partner has met someone else and had a relationship behind your back. My friend, she was married for 33 years. And that happened to her. And she could not believe how bad she felt about herself, yeah. about the situation. 
But there is a grief process, and I think you have to get angry. And I don't care if it's, um, I don't say I don't care. The anger sometimes, what I was to say, is aimed at yourself. Is aimed, the ang- you're angry with yourself because you've right. uh, got in this situation. This has happened to you. And then you have this, all the stages. It is, you know, these stages, unless you go through these stages and address them correctly, I think that's when you heal and you make the best for yourself. Yes, sometimes you want to rush through that process. And in fact, each stage is an important part of the whole grieving process. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think you can't rush it. And and sometimes it doesn't happen straight away. As I said earlier to you, that um, when I was finally free from my ex-husband, like I wasn't married to him anymore, I was elated. I was thinking, yes, I'm free, I'm free. And then suddenly out of the blue, I couldn't cope with life. I couldn't cope. I didn't know what was happening. And because I hadn't trained as a coach or an NLP practitioner and all of the spiritual stuff that I know now, I wasn't aware. I thought, what's wrong with me? What's the matter? You know, I've got what I wanted, except for where I live and I didn't have my sons with me. But I got rid of this man. I wasn't married to this man. But somehow it really came back, and I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't function. Actually, I didn't function for quite a while. The only saving grace that I can say that I had was when I went to work and I was a hairdresser. When you're a hairdresser, you have to act. You're always on show. People yes. are watching you, so it's like be a performance on stage, for want of a better word. So you can leave Penny at the front door, and then you can become Penny, the, the manager of a salon that's doing her job perfectly well. Yes. Then get Penny out the front door. Penny's just like, oh, my God, you know, I'm not good enough. I can't. So the saving grace for me was my career, actually. Yeah, and I'm and I guessing, as you were saying earlier, that the temptation then is to jump into anything that may give you a little bit of happiness, like a, a relationship rebound. I did do that. I did do that, actually. And guess what? He was controlling. Oh, no. <laughs> he had a different disguise. He wore a different smile and all of this. And he, but he was so controlling. It took me about 18 months to realise. It didn't take me 16 years. It took me 18 months and I thought, I'm out of here, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and do you think that possibly because as, as we explore in NLP is that what you think is mm-hmm. you tend to attract into your life, whether it's uh, metaphorically or just, um, I don't know what it is. You seem to attract certain people again, so you're going to have those same lessons. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that. Yeah, what, who we are, what we think, what we say to ourselves, what we think we deserve, we will get. Yeah. And, that, and that's I, why that grieving is important. That yeah. space, some time to change the way you think. Yeah, and journaling. I, I'm, I'm a great journaler. I have my journal here. I'm a great journaler. I journal every single day, and I have done for years. Excellent. And I write down all the gratitude as well, as well as um, other feelings that I might have. But mainly I use that as gratitude now because that changes your thought pattern as well completely about life. So that would be a good technique maybe for somebody who's... That's one of the techniques I use, actually. Excellent. And and at what stage would you introduce that? um, Probably quite quickly. Quite quickly, I would say. Go out and buy yourself a nice writing journal doesn't have to be expensive it could be one of the big ones from the supermarket for a couple of quid yes. get your pen write your thoughts down and then 
spend time writing at least three things that you're grateful for in the, that day. Now, some people in those situations will struggle to write three things down. So do you give them some guidance or how? Well, okay, to... then. Three things would be um, thank you for the bed that I've just slept on. Thank you for the good night's sleep. Thank you for the day ahead. Whatever that brings, thank you for the day ahead. Thank you for the food that I'm going to eat today. So okay. it's looking for the, so the things that we may take for granted. That's right, because sometimes when you're in that dark place, that um, if someone cooked you a fantastic cooked me a fantastic place when I was in that a uh, meal, sorry, when I was in that darkest place, and they get and it, it had all bells and whistles and everything. To me, I'd have thought, oh, okay, yes. But now I'd have said, oh, wow, you know, this is amazing because the more grateful you are, the nicer things happen to you. Continually happen to you. So journaling is one of the tools. And also I, I try to encourage people at some stage, and I'm not sure at what stage, probably about the fourth session, fifth session in, is to write their story. Yes. But go back to as far as they can remember. So like um, I remember writing my story and I remember when my sister was born. I was three. I don't remember every bit of detail, and that, but the memorable dates. So you've got a, a bit of a timeline and there's a bit of a comparison going on, and we do that in NLP, look at the timeline and see when the good stuff happens and not so good stuff happens and see how we can connect and get rid of. Yes, and, then, and I think sometimes it's important because we, in those dark situations, we forget there were maybe happy times, there were yeah, yeah, times yeah. when the, yeah. we, something went our way. Yeah, 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 we do, because, like, the peaks, the good stuff, like my, my sister was born, and then the troughs. Yes. And then, uh, then more peaks. And when I started school, I hated school. <laughs> so they were, that would be a trough. So, you know, and then, and then when my sons were born, and now I've got four fantastic grandchildren, so they're my peaks. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. Oh, they're, they're, big, they're big children now. <laughs> they, are my, they are my blessing. They are yeah. my blessing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so if somebody was in a situation and they kind of resonate or they know somebody who mm. could maybe do some help, how would they contact you, Penny? Well, I have my own website, which is www.liveyourdreamlifecoaching. I think it is, actually. Liveyourdreamlifecoaching.co.uk. And then it's Penny. My um, email is penny at liveyourdreamlifecoaching.co.uk. And would it be okay if somebody's maybe not sort of in a position to want some session, but maybe have a question, would it be okay for them to contact you? Of course. I do offer a 20-minute session. So to, so if anyone wants to take advantage of that to contact me, please feel free. Because um, sometimes people aren't ready. They're not ready because it takes a lot of courage to work on yourself. It takes a lot of um, dedication. You have to have that desire. Without that desire, it's not going to be easy. No. Well, it's not going to work, is it? You have to have that desire to want to come out the other side and feel human again. Yes. But, but to feel human again, you have to go through lots of processes, which are not bad, and no. um, but they are processes that you have to have the time, the commitment, the commitment yes. on like writing your story. That emotional roller coaster of the the yeah. major decision in life. Yeah, yeah. And it takes courage as well to pick up that phone as well to say or that write that email or that text message or whatever and say, help me, please. I'm, you know, because it's, it's always that first step. It's the first step. The first contact is the hardest 
once you've overcome that and they get talking to me, they're fine. Because my job is to nurture them and support them and take care of them. And, and that's what I love doing. That's my passion in life. Uh, thank you ever so much. Thank you for being generous with your time. Thank you. Uh, and also the powerful story that, um, which is very personal, but when shared can be, when mm. someone's in that situation, I go, I'm not alone. And I yeah, think yeah that's, that's the that's thing. Yeah. That's the thing. I think when you feel alone, you think it's only happening to me. But then when you start talking, it's happening to a lot of people. But as I said, it was the shame, the fear, the judgment, yes. all, of, all of those emotions that were there and people, you know, I just thought they, they wouldn't like me if I told them who I really was. Yeah. Now I tell everybody who I really am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sure a lot of people inspire to have your energy and enthusiasm for life. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I have a lovely energy for life. I love life. <laughs> Excellent. So if you've got any questions for Penny, please do contact her. She's very generous, not with just her story, but with her information and support. Okay. So, once again, this community idea where we share our experience and knowledge of NLP really helps everybody involved. Until next week, have a fabulous week and talk soon. Thanks, Penny. Thank you, John. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the NLPcourses.com podcast show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. And make sure to head over to nlpcourses.com to subscribe to our newsletter. This will ensure you're kept fully up to date on the latest in-depth NLP topics of interest. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes on neuro-linguistic programming and beyond.